you go into the marriage, is that 200k still just yours? Oh man. From my perspective, that is my money. From <laughs> <laughs> my perspective, I, I, yes. I'm, I'm going to be honest. What's mine is mine. Mm-hmm. What's yours is mine. Oh. <laughs> I'm real. I'm real with it. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. So what I was, because I've even said, I've said this. I don't know whether I should say this, but okay, I'm gonna say it. In terms of like my money, I'll put my money in a trust. I've even discussed it with my mum in terms of maybe I'll put it in my sister's name. So just in case he tries to go after it, he can't get it. Yeah. Then everything else will be split. That's yours. Mm-hmm. But that nest egg, that's my security. As a woman. Hello and welcome to Colour Out The Box podcast and as always I'm Mo and today joined by two people, um, as always you know Jay. Yeah, hello. And Nathan is back as well, so I've actually never had you two together. Yes, because we're basically, we're basically alternates, aren't we? Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> so, no, before everyone's mind is blown. So, yeah, it's good. So, three of us on the pod today. Mm. Um, apologies, we missed a week. Um, that was because I was ill. Um, yeah. You know, people were jealous of me. I got ill. So, <laughs> now I'm back. <laughs> I'm a, I'm still a little bit ill. So, please do excuse the voice and everything. Um, but that's why I've got my two favourite co-hosts with me, so that's quite good. As always, you can find Colour Out The Box on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Um, do you follow us, DM us, let us know your comments, all of that stuff. Good okay. stuff. Okay, so guys, um, going over to you guys, what you been up to this week? Oh gosh, what's happened this week? I know, tough question. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because yours was easy. Yeah, I was sick. <laughs> but I'm back. Oh, Nigeria had a comeback. Yes, in the World Cup. The Nigeria That's game. my moment. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but that was good. Finally. Yeah. We lost the first game. Yeah. And then won the second one, which is yeah, quite good. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm still seeing people who are not Nigerian, who are not African. Wearing the Not sh- even black. <laughs> yeah. Wearing the shirt. The football kit. I know. And I'm looking at them like... That's why it's so. Wow. Okay. That's how they were. And I saw this on the match day as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of these people wearing them. Like, okay, right. There's been so much debate about if it's the best kit, and like, if you go on Twitter now, there's actually arguments about. Mm. uh, No, I don't think it's the best kit. Can I say something? Unpopular opinion. Uh uh. I think the away kit is better. I don't even know what that one looks like. So is that is that the dark green one? Dark green. That's what ah, they wore yeah, on yeah. their first match, and mm-hmm. that's the one that I was trying to get. Right. I I think in a few years' time, yeah, that um, you know the chevron kind of like zigzag mm. print um, home kit will look dated, whereas the dark green away kit is just it looks just really nice. That's mm. a classic. That's my opinion, but I understand it. You know why everyone likes yeah because it is it is special it stands out so. yeah because it's different right because yeah. it's not one color exactly yeah, but, uh, but every kit can you know goes that fashion at a certain time no there's I mean, certain yeah. jerseys that you'd always yeah wear. some of them are vintage yeah there's some yeah but vintage that's how there's some vintage usually yeah. in most cases the vintage ones have some sort of emotional attachment to right in okay Ooh. i mean it's the one that uh, Man United won this one. It's the one that Arsenal had when they first like. You always get yeah. that kind of thing. I don't know if mm. I agree. I, I think the away kit, I'll wear that again. But anyway, 
let's move on so um in terms of what's been going on me and jay were guests um guest host or yeah on, guess, on uh, yeah just guess just guess <laughs> before they start thinking we're taking over their podcast yeah. so we were on the esn podcast mm. which stands for eloquently saying nothing podcast yeah. um which is a group of five guys yeah at the time there was uh, only four of them so we had um mr wolf yeah um stavros boss Simple Simon. Simple Simon and Wahala. Yeah. So it was a really, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've got a feeling that's not their real name. So <laughs> um, we was on their pod and mm. we discussed a whole range of things. So we, many things. We talked so about um, false rape allegations, yeah. um, being in therapy, mm-hmm. you know, mental health in the black community. Yeah. And a big topic we talked about was all about um, bashing this um, hashtag. This whole black men are black trash. Black men are trash. So that's going on on Twitter. As the only two women on the pod, me and Jay <laughs> were representing, you know, all black women, of course, um, in terms of, you know, our collective view. So it was yeah. really interesting. So mm. um, definitely, if you haven't done so already, do go and have a listen. That's at ESN Podcast. We'll put a link to their podcast in our podcast description so you can find them easily and i'm going to insert a sound clip at this point now even since the advent of social media it's only been in the last two or three years that it seems that mental health and therapy is high on the list of topics for mm-hmm. us in our community right, okay so we're talking about it a lot so what was the question do you feel do you feel that you have ever been in a position where you've needed some sort of therapy and if you and regardless of even whether you had or hadn't would you ever go to therapy? Do you think you would, that's something you would do? If if I needed it, yes, I would. I definitely would. Um, thank God I haven't had to. Mm. Well, so mm. that's what I think. But mm. I think yeah. I think everyone needs therapy at oh, some point. So you're one of them ones. Yeah. Yeah. What having someone to talk to, someone to hash yeah. things out. I mean, out, professional therapy. To, I'm professional. not talking about talking to your friends. No, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Professional the therapy. Someone to actually line up what's happening in your life. Nigerians don't need professional therapy. Yeah, they. Do. Oh, Nigerians. <laughs> Nigerians are the people that Number need the one. therapy the most. Oh, go on. P- yeah. Go on, tell us. Tell the us about The whole country ourselves. needs therapy. Wow. Hey. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Well, I said like, it here. Then that was the switch of between <laughs> the therapy. Tell us why then before we move on. I want to go and speak to this man and go and talk about my issues. Everyone's like, no, that's a woman. Woman. Men talk like that. Women do right. that. So it yeah, definitely worth listening to the um, whole episode. Mm. Some diverse views. Yes. So it was, yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah, That's it good. was. You know what I think was quite interesting? Just being on someone else's podcast. Yes. It was our first time yeah, appearing yeah. on someone else's show. It's quite nice to just go and then just leave. Yeah. No, no <laughs> editing or anything to do afterwards. And they're sort of asking you for European. Like, no, yeah. come and tell us what you think. Exactly. What's, you know. And we didn't agree on everything. No, because no, there was an awkward moment when yep. they yeah. asked the question, "Oh, so is R. Kelly cancelled?" And I was like, "Yes, of course, R. Kelly is yeah. cancelled." Turning to my left here now, Jay's like, "Well, when you say cancelled, <laughs> I mean, I'm not buying his music." And I was like, "It's like I just seen him for the first time." I was it's just like, like, "You didn't know me." Oh my god, traitor! Like I, I felt like we needed a moment to come. Like, let's get our you know story together. Like we're collectively you know boycotting R. Kelly. Okay, but know. yeah, I was like, "Yes, he is cancelled," and I'm like, "For both of us." <laughs> so yeah and no, i just gave jade like this look so, yeah so there was a difference of opinions yes 
and well, then the between reason, you two which was the funny part yeah mm. and the reason why Nathan wasn't there was because they didn't want because obviously there's loads of guys they didn't want another guy mm. but then we also world. got into this awkward thing about I wanted Nathan to come because I'd never met them before almost right. like just as a security type thing <laughs> and then they were like you don't need to you all staff Ross was like this whole thing of like women wanting to bring someone with them and I was like I've never met you before mm. so yeah anyway we sorted it out in the end. <laughs> I, I had my suit my sunglasses and my yeah. earpiece everything as the security I, yeah I was ready to walk up in guy. there you should have just parked up outside just in case you never know <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, the ESN guys were actually quite a lot of fun. Yes. And we will be doing, um, in the near future, a special kind of like show. Um, I think we're going to talk about um, black men and dating. Yes. Uh-huh. Our favourite um, And topic. just black, black women and men and the whole, yeah, everything. Why, why What's are black going on? women single? Yeah. Because mm, I'd like to know some answers to that. <laughs> If anyone's got any answers out there, please do oh, send tell them us. through. I can point you some some spots on the internet. It might help. Okay, let's <laughs> right. <move on. laughs> let's move on. So, um, I wanted to just have a quick talk about just some of the stuff that's been going on this week. So, mm-hmm. um, we had quite a music month. The month of June has been a lot going on. So, um, the Carters, as they are now collectively known, Bay, Beyonce and Jay Z dropped an, an album uncle yeah. jay <laughs> uncle jay yes they did and which was accompanied by visuals a video to their song ape ish, ish mm-hmm. for those that don't want to swear i don't think so guys have you heard it and what do you think it's a decent album um i i don't exactly know how to feel about it because i always feel weird about collaboration albums i mean the same way i was with um Oh god, we're actually gonna bring him up again. R. Kelly and Jay Z's album. <laughs> oh my god, can we not talk about R. Kelly? <laughs> <clears throat> Done. Alright, but no, in that case, um, I thought it was a good album. I do feel it's more of a Beyonce album than a J album, in mm. my opinion. And um, with the exception of those really weird photo shoots before it. Yeah, mm. those pictures. We Very never, uncomfortable. We, we never talked about those pictures. Right. So anyone that hasn't seen them, because I wish I hadn't. <laughs> anyone that hasn't seen the pictures, basically there's a series of pictures. That I think it's for the, the tour, the on the run tour. Yeah. And there was one where um, Beyonce's in bed with, you know, the cakes, her behind out mm-hmm. in a thong. Um, we'll get back to that one. And then there's another awkward one where jay-z's naked beyonce's naked and he's kind of like cradling her like a baby in bed and there's man boob and you know his arm is not toned and oh, he looks just, uncomfortable it i'm was uncomfortable just aw- it was just awkward you know to, I mean? to see it's, it's like, i wish i hadn't seen it it's like seeing your uh, like your uncle and your aunt yeah. in bed. No, one, like, no one was asking for this we were asking for new new materials yeah new album we was asking you know for destiny's child tour yeah. Um, we're asking to see the twins, but no one asked for this. <laughs> to see some sort of intimate photo shoot. Some, yeah. some Jay-Z side boob. Mm. And Jay-Z just looks, he just needs to stop. He just needs to stop. Do you think it's because he's cheated? Yes. So now, Absolutely. He, so anything she says, we're going <laughs> to do this. Yeah. And he's we're, like, we're, okay. No, he's like, we're going to do this. Um, you remember Vicky with the good hair? <laughs> okay. And let's go on. Yeah. 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 
So, no, he, he looked uncomfortable as hell in that. Yeah. But he just looked, did he look, he sort of looked old and... Yeah. He like, looked, so he needs to do he old, with the hair but thing. But he is old, know. though. I no offence. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, how old is he? Like He's, he's about to be 50. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, he needs to stop then. Yeah. He just needs to stop. I just don't think we need to Yeah, he just, he doesn't need to do naked photos. And then things. just talking of Beyonce, she had the picture where she was in the phone yeah. um, lying in the bed. I didn't like that picture either because it kind of got compared to the whole like Kardashian kind of like, you know, when Kim wants to publicize something. Yeah, she, just she gets does that. Naked. Yeah. And I'd, I just feel Beyonce is just too talented, mm. too amazing that yeah. she didn't, we didn't need it. She didn't need to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so would, I was it's kind of interesting to know what the background of it is. Is it maybe it's like a celebration of black love? Like, I think I think that's what know. it was like. Basically, because obviously their album is called yeah. what's it called? Like, oh, love, um, this is love. No, it's oh. love like this. L- lo- it's love is definitely in there, but I can't remember. <laughs> Everything mm. is love. That's what it's called. Okay, I'm sure. mm. <laughs> I'll look it up. Anyway. I just didn't feel that we need we needed it. Yeah, no one needed that. I, if that's what they're going for, the whole black love and yeah, um, black love is also intimate and sexual. I get it, but I thought that was covered in drunken love. Yeah, it could have been covered. I think. Well, I think that's what, that was so all we they needed. Covered yeah. themselves both. And <laughs> put a blanket over them. Anyway, so anyway, let's get past those awkward yeah. pictures. So, what do you guys think of um, the single um, Ape-ish that was filmed in the Louvre? So, I haven't listened to the album because it's on Tidal. Have Um, you seen the song? I've seen the song. I've watched the video. Yeah. It's very artsy. I liked it. Um, Very Solange-esque. Yeah. Very pretentious. Yeah, it'll be good to know what the meaning of it is. I like what the it meaning behind it is because it because you know they have both been promoting this thing of like you know black people invested in art yeah um, as well mm. so I think it was great and also it's one of the most prestigious kind of like buildings, buildings in the, the world, world yeah. yeah and for them to just have the whole museum to mm. themselves full of you know um their black dancers and stuff like that Beyonce looking amazing mm-hmm. I thought visually I thought it was a really good um, video and yeah. the song is quite catchy it's very Migo-esque but it works very mm. uh, yeah it's very southern yeah it is a very southern a southern track which is not something that Jay-Z's known for in that no. sense to be honest with you and I'm but gonna, I think he was right and I feel I like it's it will, more her song it, the it's whole album her. is more her yeah but he's got some good verses there. Yeah. Like, well, the- some some better than I mean, like for example, I was gonna say, and I hate to do this every time I come on here, but um, looking at Jay-Z's disog- discography, I had given up on the guy. Like on um, what was the last one? Uh, Magna Carta. I completely gave up. on Did him you not like four four four? I did like it. I thought it was a much an improvement. Although at first it took me, I think the third listen to actually get it because. When when uh, story of OJ came out, I was thinking to myself, Jay, aren't you the guy who has spent years talking about what you have and you yeah, know, spending but he's money grown up and now. how money ain't a thing? Yeah, but he, grown up now. Money ain't a thing is a good song. You though. do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude is forty eight. Yeah, well, so, I think like, I think 48, 49 actually. Do you not do you not enjoy life in your forties? I know, but like you're not talking. We're not talking about something he was saying like when he was in his twenties. We're talking about stuff he was saying in his forties. Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, he's just hitting what he's just hit maturity now. 
Yeah. But no, but yeah, then mature later. Later. Yeah. I, I, I'm outnumbered here, I can tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, in terms of the album, I thought it was quite good. I yeah. think it was quite good that you know there were so many like think pieces and blogs written about it so mm. even if you hadn't even heard it you kind of like, yeah, someone you know wrote it down for yeah. you mm-hmm. so things like their song friends where basically jay-z calls out all the people in his inner circle and kanye is not mentioned and everything oh. and then he makes he makes reference to not going to kim and kanye's wedding because yeah. him and, and beyonce were going through some marriage difficulties and oh. he was like no matter what you know he that was his priority his marriage right, so okay. there's some good stuff there it's quite it's only i think eight or nine, nine songs nine, nine songs. tracks that seems to be the new trend now well yeah, the new don't, trend get, is me, like don't seven, get me started seven, on that no songs. but the, the seven songs thing is basically is what good music are doing at this yeah, point in time okay. but um there's been that huge debate on if you're seven tracks it's an ep not an lp it's not an album it's an extended yeah. play yeah not an album then you have for some people it's like yeah it's cool we'll we'll go with nine songs you know mm. it condenses the album if you have nine great songs yeah rather than the usual hour and a half which can sometimes go our album which usually goes about 14 15 tracks yeah it'll be good but then again jay i recall you having to slog through i think uh oh, chris, chris brown's, brown's magnum I opus i'm still slogging you, mm-hmm. you've not finished yet not finished. i'm waiting for you to tell me the 10 tracks i, I will let you know when you. i'm done yeah. i think i'm on probably track <laughs> 10 or something yeah and i gave i gave um crap about that because i said there's no point in doing a triple album there's really yeah. a, there's, it's a lot he, he's not the only person to have done it this uh this year funnily enough because ray strummer did that too but um i thought what was the point of making 45 tracks for like you know for just one release some people are like well he's given his fans more stuff yeah but mm. if all of it is but then i think bad, he's, is average Brown quality it's one extreme to seven tracks yeah because Seven tracks is like, you know, I think about like, I listen to albums when I'm like on my way home from work mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm like doing the dishes. If the album is finished before I finish my task, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah, now I can like, look for something else to listen to. But um, one other um, album I just wanted to mention that came out on Friday mm. was Tiana Taylor's album. Oh, so, she, oh she, yeah. is that cool? It's about out? time, yeah. Yeah, so the whole um, Good Music type situation yeah me and jay obviously we have feelings about kanye we're not really interested in mm. whatever he's doing so i haven't listened to any of the other projects so, I so haven't you haven't listened, listened to pusher you haven't listened no. to yay and you haven't listened to tiana taylor or nas or the kid cuddy joint project either mm. oh yeah so, kids yeah, yeah kids yeah, oh i listened to nas last week i listened to nas's album did you yeah i was i'm surprised you did i thought you wasn't going to no i wasn't but then I think someone mentioned it somewhere and I was like, okay, let me just listen. You know, oh. I'm just going to listen to it. Interesting. Because someone said he meant he talked about Khalees uh, or something. Or maybe not directly, but brought up some sort of relationship. I was like, oh, let me hear oh, what he okay. said. But I didn't even hear anything about that. Yeah. So. He I don't mind the um, seven or nine track album idea if there's a concept to it. Mm. I mean, I get the. Um, that this is the thing that good music are doing now they're just going to release seven track albums i got mm. that ah, okay. but if it's a case of um if it's a case of there's a concept behind it and it well, works i think the just concept is it's just enough songs to get your if you if your album gets um grammy nominated i think literally that's it yeah but in that sense would um a seven tra- would a seven track out would you class a seven track album as a classic 
considering there's only seven tracks on it. Yeah, you could. If it if you it's could. a good album, yeah. there's some Michael Jackson albums that, exactly. that are literally that are quite. Yeah, short. but that was you have to remember the timing of when that was. Back in those days, they would release like ten track albums and not release another one for like three years. Yeah, yeah, but I'm we, just saying in this, I in think, this day and age that never happens. But I think for me, I'd rather a seven track album of good songs yeah, versus same. a twenty track album that's 10 of those tracks are filler mm. but anyway my point of bringing up the tiana taylor thing is um of the whole good music type thing because i'm not listening to anything yeah i am considering listening to her music yeah. only because i am actually genuinely interested and she is someone that hasn't really i feel had the proper opportunity for the talent that she is yeah so yeah true i'm i may break my embargo mm. just to listen you know, she's basically been background um, artist or um, and feature and feature artist yeah. for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Because I remember, I think it was like 2013 was the first time I actually ever heard of her, and I didn't even know she was signed to Good Music for yeah. a long time because I just figured that, you know, she'd, she'd be like kind of like sidelined. Yeah, I mm. thought she'd be like people like Megan Rochelle and stuff like that. People. She should she should be a bigger star than she is if that makes. Well, sense. she started out as a reality show. Exactly, and it's so, kind of stayed yeah. that way. So I'm yeah. I I am interested to see what oh, she so has Cardi. done. But okay, right. Cardi so B. no, well, like she was doing love and hip hop before. Oh, was she? Oh, I'm not. Anyway, massive fan. <laughs> <laughs> so moving <Sorry>. on, <laughs> moving on. So it's the World Cup at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the most watched um, televised event, I think, is the World Cup in the world. Yeah, in the whole world. Um, so for our American listeners, um, it's um, this big um, soccer um, tournament. Oh come on! (laughs) (laughs) And for everyone else, it's the biggest football tournament in the world. Um, But anyway, the World Cup is on and basically um, we have a gentleman called Alan Sugar who is um, a lord. Mm-hmm. And Sen- the Senegal team, one of the few African teams that have actually qualified. You might want to men- mention The Apprentice. That's oh, like, yeah. It's, he, it's the easiest he, way to get to Basically, he does the UK Apprentice. Yeah. So um, so he's the equivalent, I suppose, of what Donald Trump was before. Um, so he, so which is a big show here. He did a tweet about the Senegalese team where he basically compared them to um, um, beach peddlers. Um, peddling um, um, fake um, sunglasses and handbags in um, Marbella or something. Mm-hmm. I'll pull up the tweet just so I'm correct. Yeah. He then did a pick stitch and put the um, Senegal team, who had just won their match by the way, yeah. and can I just say that also their um, managing coach is the youngest coach in the whole tournament. He's only 40, I think like 41 or 42. Um they've done they've had like an amazing run undefeated um so yeah so they so he's put the two pictures together of these kind of like sunglasses and handbags and their senegal team and he's mm. made that tweet um and then got loads of backlash yeah and then tweeted again yeah. to say oh i you know my funny joke has been you know offended some of you so i guess i'll take it down mm. And then the BBC then tweeted, so the British Broadcasting Corporation, and one of the biggest networks here, and they then said, uh, we don't condone this. <laughs> Someone I think then called Alan Sugar, mm-hmm. and then he tweeted the, then a proper apology and then took down his original tweet. So guys, what do you think of the whole situation? I'm just gonna pull up the tweet so I can remember what it said. 
It's just stupid. It's it's offensive. You just want to think, how can? But this is the problem sometimes with some of these things. It's like, how can they not think that that's offensive? And that's it's almost sort of I'm always confused about their train of thought to get to that place. Like, how do you not see that that's actually really rude mm. and I, offensive? I just think they're detached. Yeah, you know, it's just, a complete detachment. You know, um, same way I look at uh, Donald Trump. I just look, it's just saying that he's detached from these people anyway, so he's not mm. able to to comprehend some of the things that he says. I mean, if you go ahead and you compare a bunch of people that you don't know. Just take a picture and then compare them to a bunch of peddlers. But, but they're not any people. Can we yeah. just be clear? They are performing. They yeah. are in. They are athletes, mm-hmm. sportsmen in the biggest tournament in the world, on the world stage, where they're being watched by billions of people. They've done amazing to mm. get this far. Yep. And he's Still basically belittled them. So I'm just going to read the tweet. So he's like, oh, I recognise some of these guys from the beach in um, Marbella, multitasking resourceful chaps. And then, as I said, he then put the picture of the sunglasses and the handbags. So it's racist. It's just played. But I think, I think also just to add here, um, um, Alan Sugar is um, Jewish and he's a big, um, big advocate of the Jewish community, of course. And he, he absolutely has a zero tolerance approach to any kind of, anti-semitic kind of behavior from anybody well he was a uh, chairman of tottenham if you recall yeah and you know tottenham's uh, whole jewish uh roots and um more or less not to mention the um the constant barracking that they get from away fans about the whole mm. jewish community mm. so um so for me i think that's why it's even more of a case of you should understand the need for sensitivity and i think the thing that really blew my mind is that as soon as he put the tweet up people Mm. told him mate you've got to take this down this is absolutely racist this is rude but because he's coming from this place of privilege he was just like no it's a funny joke what you're talking about Mm. and he and i reckon it took literally some BBC. senior execs from the BBC yeah, calling him up and saying yeah. delete it because there was no apology right he's no, apologized he, he but no the initial he yeah. had so i think he had two other texts sorry not texts two other tweets after that one yeah. yeah in which he stated oh it seems as if people have taken my joke seems. out of uh out of context yeah yeah, yeah and then and he says i'm going to take it down but yeah. he's not apologizing no at he that never one. Apo- he didn't apologize one, at that then point he, he then apologizes right yeah. So, he, like I said, it's a detachment. He just looked at it like, I'm just making, you know, I'm just making a joke yeah. for you know my privileged friends and stuff like yeah. that. You know, something that we can laugh about. You know, mm. but the moment you put it on Twitter, everybody sees it. Yeah. So, yeah. in terms of like that, um, what do you think of this whole thing of like making jokes? Because I, I I've been in similar situations at work where someone has said something Mm. i've been offended by it some of the things that get said to you in the workplace how do you guys react and like what do you guys do or do you have any examples in most cases i think you can in in a lot of cases you can tell when people are being um how do i put this vindictive in a sense with what they're saying yeah i mean like for example i've had a co-worker who continually He's in his he's in his fifties. He's in his mid fifties, but he's used the term "coloured." Yeah, mm. Mm. that's okay. with me, yeah. me, <laughs> me and Jay were like, mm. mm-hmm. "We've heard that." Yeah, one. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's used the term "coloured," and while I didn't take offence to it, when I heard the word, 
I snapped up like did okay. you say anything I mentioned I didn't mention to him then yeah. but I did say to him like oh, like dude the word colored not gonna fly see I've had someone say to me referring to someone else calling them colored mm. and there and then I had to say to them you don't use that term but I know what you're saying like sometimes it's the time and a place yeah. because we were it was just me and that person right mm-hmm. yeah so my example recently so you've had obviously the whole Grenfell situation it was a one year anniversary recently yep and one of the whole thing about this whole thing of gentrification of London and how it's a, you know, this whole move to try and get, you know, poor communities out of central London and mm. um, stuff That's like that. Conspiracies. So where my office is, there is a, there's a housing estate behind the building. And if you walk through the housing estate, you can get to a post office. And recently they made another post office nearer to the building. So you don't have to go through the housing estate. So one of my colleagues was then saying, oh, great, I don't have to walk through the ghetto to get to um, the post office right, anymore. Yeah. And I was like, excuse me, the ghetto? Where, where is that? We, we, we literally work in central London. And she goes, oh, you know, having to like fear for your life. No one's had any problems. It's a housing estate. Mm. But literally that's... So I had, I had to say to her, it's, it's an estate. What's the problem? But she was so oblivious to what mm-hmm. she was saying was highly offensive and i'm but i'm always conscious at work being one or few black people it's always me that's having to pick someone up in terms of like say hey you can't say that yeah, yeah. that's rude and mm. not necessarily about um stuff against black people just stuff in general yeah. like that was just plain ignorant and rude they might say something about Asian people. They might say something else. But it always seems to be the me that goes, oh, hold on. <laughs> that was racist. Or, hold on, you can't say that. So, this on this occasion, I just turned around and I just didn't want to engage with her anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, a few people came to me and said, oh, you know, she that was a bit rude. And I'm like, and I said to them, <laughs> why didn't you say it at the time? Right, yeah. So, Jay, you had a recent um, example with your brother. Yeah, it? so my brother at work he was he was trying to find some sort of knife and I think he used another word for it yeah Um, and then this colleague there was like oh is that what they call it in the hood Mm. (laughs) and my brother's like me he's like he's sort of dead serious he's and he had to pull him aside so he didn't say anything right because he said it in an open plan so he just Mm. pulled him aside and said no 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 dude don't yeah just don't say stuff like that and he was trying to explain it he was trying to explain yeah. his his sort of you know his racism basically yeah. he was trying to explain in a way to say oh but you know some of my friends are black oh okay. cool. that's, that's like the i'm cool i'm cool I'm that's cool. the go-to line and my brother's and my brother just tablets. stopped him <laughs> and my brother said he just stopped it he's like no 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 just yeah. stop there just yeah. stop there just don't talk like that to me yeah don't say things like that to me just don't you know yeah just keep it talk to me like you would speak to anybody else you know and it's it is it's it's so it's it's this sort of you know when you're talking about your colleague who's afraid to walk through the housing estate it's like fear of the black planet or something the thing is there's nothing has happened no of course nothing has happened yeah it's 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 actually a very like it's you know it's a it's actually a nice estate it's Mm. not even some of the housing estates i've grown up on it's nothing compared to that but just her making that comment really mm. reminds me every now and then this is this is the environment that I'm yes, living in. Yeah. 
it's triggers isn't it stuff yeah. like that that just triggers you and you just get exhausted from yeah. it because you're like seriously so going back to the alan sugar situation um as i said one of the things that i think was most disappointing was the fact that people had to explain right. and it kind of then makes me think about this thing of like is it our place to explain to non-black people why things are racist because we've been doing it for a long time right yeah i don't so. think so not anymore you don't no it's not it's not my job anymore have you read why i'm no longer talking to exactly yeah, yeah it's like nah nah it's th- like if if they don't want to know what's happening if they want to remain oblivious mm. and have you know goggles on then they they can continue that but it's no longer my job to teach them what is racism and what isn't racism anymore well did you see the article that kalechi wrote I'll get back on the mic kalechi who's um, a blogger she wrote an article basically following the Alan Sugar tweet, explaining to Alan Sugar why, why it was, was racist. racist. And no, and no. so many people. I and I think it was printed in the Metro or it's on the Metro oh, online. Oh, really? But quite a few people added him in the article to say, "Hey, yeah. read this. Read you this. Know, this you is know, the this, reason. Is, this is useful information." Yeah. Because I think a lot of the times is we sometimes i find that i don't have the language i know what they're doing i know it's offensive but sometimes i don't even have the language to explain to them like this is why it's so offensive because it's so many layers yeah you know and so much it's so sometimes you're just like i just don't even have the language right now to deal with this i think there are some things that we still need to explain but then again like what i don't know it's like there are times when people are so oblivious to their own to, the, to their own thing that um, I think that sometimes they need to be called on quite literally called on their ish, okay? Because the way that people are is like I seriously doubt for any manner of time, as you said earlier, Rambo, that mm. Alan Sugar thought for a second that it was actually offensive. I don't. I think even no. now he probably. Even, no, I think even he now he doesn't I, think it's I offensive. I still. I think he still thinks it's just it's a joke that's yeah. been blown. He out probably of thinks, "Oh, people are too PC. What's the world come to?" Yeah, so that's the argument I get. I get. I keep that hearing that all the time from people. Like, oh, it's a PC culture. It's destroying freedom of speech and all that kind yeah. of stuff. I'm like, listen. At the end of the day, you're taking a group of people, right, and you're comparing them. Not by by nothing else than by more or less their color. Yeah, because or, they or were dark skinned no, yeah. men. It is. It's no. not yeah, yeah, by the color of their skin. I'm just giving them a slight leeway. You might say, oh, it's because of like like uh, you know, I don't know. There <laughs> was no I was trying. I was trying to see if there was any sl- any small yeah. leeway. No, I don't think no. there is. That I think can I can it. I just interrupt you there? And I'm just gonna just say that the Senegalese um, um, embassy actually responded. And basically saying that they don't accept. Um, uh, have you noticed that I haven't been saying Lord or Sir? Yeah, I've been I'm just here. saying I Alan. I don't think anybody <laughs> does, really. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone does. No, no, anyway. on The Apprentice they do. So. Yeah, but that's his show. Of course, they yeah. have, he probably has it written it's into scripted, his contract. Yes. <laughs> but they basically said that they were disappointed that he chose to compare mm-hmm. um, their star players to mere peddlers. <laughs> of um, cheap goods um, and that they said that this is not the behaviour of somebody that's supposed to be a representative of um, the House of Lords and and, you know in the Commonwealth Mm -hmm. so that was signed off by the um, 
um, yeah, the um, Senegalese um, British ambassador. Mm. So yeah, I, I just think, because I was reading the the comments the um, below the tweets yeah. um, or where people had because when after he deleted it obviously it doesn't matter if you delete it you might as well just yeah people it took there. screenshots of it yeah nothing yeah. gets no, nothing is deleted permanently from mm. exactly but it was just as much as there was loads of people saying this is racist not just from black people from yeah. everybody mm. saying take this down there were still loads of tweets saying oh you know it was a joke you know pc gone yeah, bad yeah, you can't yeah. even breathe these days yeah. and stuff like that so he was obviously he was liking and retweeting some of those comments to mm. say like hey it was like to say look people agree with me it's just a joke but yeah, yeah, he doesn't listen, care. People doesn't listen. Care. If people can, um, if people can justify Roseanne Barr's tweets, right? Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can, you can justify anything. Exactly. What is exactly. she saying? I was talked about this lady saying that she looked like a combination of what was it? Something and the planet mm. and uh, nation of Islam and, and the nation of Islam and the planet of the, a- yeah. the apes had a baby and that was that. And woman. she was shocked. It was offensive to yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, so, Nathan, I don't know how you're going to contribute to this one. I might just sit out. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you should have an opinion. You'll have an opinion. Yeah. So, there's this amazing TV show called Love Island. <laughs> are we? Uh, are we no, wait, which, wait, hold wait. on, hold on, hold on, Jay. Let me finish describing it. Which Can we say amazing? No, no, no. Which no, is basically, we can't. <laughs> it's, it's an observation. It's, it's like a psychoanalysis observation mm-hmm. of dating trends in the modern society. It's a you it's a goldfish bowl. It's a glorified goldfish bowl. So you know, it's really, it's really like highbrow and interesting. So yeah. Anyway, well, so, yeah. they should use you to for <laughs> their branding. So oh. yeah. So Love Island. For those that don't know, is like a um, I don't know what would you call it, Jay. Like should a, I use? Should I give the al- alternative <laughs> description? You give the alternative. Okay. So trashy, <laughs> lowbrow. <laughs> Entertainment television that's to the lowest common denominator, yeah. There you oh, go. Oh, so you have seen it, then. <laughs> I've seen highlights, but no, no, having said that, I still watch it, yeah. Because, oh, wait, 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 you said all that and you still yeah, watch yeah. it, yeah, yeah. She, she tweet, she, but I'm me when exactly she's it. because okay. I'm watching it for the observational, <laughs> you know, it's like what watch, it's said. like watching people in a, it, like fish in a fish tank or yeah. something. Yeah. Watching, yeah, goldfish watching, yeah, goldfish watching the behaviors. So the premises of Love Island is just young people coupling up. Yeah. Um, and the girls choose the guys, the guys choose the girls. It's 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 quite a simple concept. Yeah. Now, Love Island, they tend to spend a lot of time in bikinis. So normally the Mod- part- all the time, but the participants um, have like you know quite like bikini and beach ready bodies. Yeah. Um, so on this year's contestants, it's basically all white apart from two mixed race guys mm-hmm. and a black woman. And the thing that I want to talk about today was the black woman who's called Samira, who's actually, she starred in like West End shows. Um, she's, um, she's an actress, she's a singer. So really talented wo- mm-hmm. woman who is yet to be chosen by any of the guys and right. seems to be at the bottom of the ladder like no one seems to ever talk about her mm-hmm. and there was a similar situation where one of the guys wasn't really being chosen 
um, by any of the girls, mm. but there was like a national campaign, Alex, to get him, for yeah. Alex to get chosen. And Alex is a white guy who's a doctor, and everyone right. was like, "Poor Alex, you know, this is guy. He's handsome. He's you know talented. You know, we need to find him a partner." Mm. Yet no one seemed to even notice that Samira hasn't been chosen by anyone. Yeah. Yet she's probably one of the most beautiful girls in the whole like um, house. Mm. So me and Jay, we were having a side conversation about the invisibility of black women. Yeah. So Jay, what do you want to talk about? So, so the thing with Love Island. Yeah. So this is like the fourth season Nathan just jump in anytime you know yeah so I can explain it to you so they've done it like they've done it for like this is like the fourth year or something yeah exactly so each year they've had they'll they will have like the token black girl they had they they did they had one last year or well she was she was was mixed race she was was mixed I think this is the first time they've had but she when I say a black girl a black black girl she's black (laughs) okay that's another issue okay so she's just she's a black girl yeah so they had a a mixed race girl the year before and she had a similar problem yeah she wouldn't get picked she was not getting picked and as we speak now so she has been picked actually, yeah so it's a mirror, but, but this is like so the show's she, been going on for like three weeks now yeah right? she got picked by a guy but literally it was between her and another girl who's actually slightly crazy right yeah so yeah, so it crazy. wasn't really a choice yeah so it's interesting i think it's really interesting to see how she th- that whole landscape of just this girl being a black girl in this house and everyone around her is either desired yeah you know that like that people let them know that they're desirable Mm -hmm. that they're attractive and everything and she just doesn't get that and do you not find it i i found bits of it awkward when they are talking about their type yeah so the guys will be like you know, I like blonde hair, blue eyes. Mm. Another guy would be like, I like brunettes. Mm. Where does Sam- where she does where does the black girl fit, fit in? I, I, I know. And even yeah. to the point, there was a really awkward conversation where the um, women, the girls, were talking about um, um, the white girls were talking about mm. how they liked mixed mixed race guys. Yes, I which was it. also quite awkward situation yeah. because it was so specific yes so it's like i like yeah. guys that are black but not too black yes yeah <laughs> oh just a touch there was a girl who said she was on the date with the mixed race guy and the guy was asking her what's her type and she said yeah i like like you mixed race yeah i like it was mixed very, race it was very specific and awkward uh, it's strange isn't it it's like i know that happens yeah i know but- people are saying that in real life but I think it kind of also in terms of like blackness it sort of was it kind of is reaffirming some of the things that we think Mm, are true but now we're seeing it on TV Nathan you're you're making a lot of head movements what do you think it's like basically what's going on here because this is radio uh, it's going on like a um, like a tennis match. I'm just looking left and I'm looking right. And I'm looking left and I'm looking well, what, right. What do you think? I know you don't watch it allegedly. I got to ask a question here. It's like, do you feel like she's been set up to fail anyway? How do you mean? I mean, if all these people are seemingly not interested, it's just a case of, well, we need one token black person. Oh yeah, on here, yeah. So yeah, I think I don't know if she set up. I don't know if that's the word I would use, but she's definitely a token. She's yeah. definitely the token diversity. Um, tick if you can say but because I, if they didn't have anybody 
there'll there'll also be an outcry. But I I do think, but I don't think it's enough because they've got Samira in there. But yeah. in terms of the type of white people they have, mm-hmm. even that is not diverse. It's a very specific type. It's this kind of like you've got loads of people from Essex in there, mm. or they're like instagram yeah they're all social media they do a bit instagram modeling um the guys are like normally like personal trainers or models themselves yeah um you don't really have that many people from london at least london is quite multicultural and diverse Mm. so i think the show itself doesn't need to look at diversity in general not just about like black and white but just different people i think it i think they're diverse in that sense because they pick people from all over the country they pick people all over the country but it's a similar type of but person. it has to be that so it's, that's what the show is it is no but alex the, the, is a doctor no but he's he's done modeling on the side has he i think so no i don't think so no i think he no, has i don't think so jay i think we'll need to look up that yeah one. Go on, carry so on. they've all done some sort of modeling job thing yeah. on the side all of them have even if they're a lawyer by day oh yeah but they've been a model here yeah. and there so yeah. that's that's the premise of the show these are not no they're not average would you people. go on a show like this of course not. Of course not. But do you think that's the problem then? Like people like us Mm -hmm. wouldn't do this show, so hence why they're getting a particular type of person. Let me ask you a question. What are the kind of people that go to this kind of show? Are they just looking to become extra people who get a a couple more Instagram hits or like I think I think it's people that want like a YouTube celebrity. They want a career. They want a misguided campaign yeah. following this, and yeah. like you know, probably will sell like some kind of flat mm. tummy tea or well, like you what's know, the, what's slim the... shape on <laughs> on Instagram. What's the actual price at the end of this? I think there's a cash it's prize. 50, is it fifty thousand pounds? Yeah, for the couple that wins. But yeah. I don't even think that's about. No, it's it. for the person that wins, and then if yeah. they're in a couple, they can choose to share that oh, fifty thousand okay. with. Yeah. The person but i don't think with. it's even about the money i think it's more about the exposure yeah right? so yeah. if you're trying to grow your ig following this is a great show yeah it's like it gets tweeted about it gets yeah. you know people comment about it a lot yeah you want to start you, you want to increase the views on your youtube youtube channel yeah mm-hmm. one of the things that i would say in terms of diversity again all the women and men have like quite you know fit bodies mm. and stuff like that there's no kind of like differences in terms of body types. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few girls that have got work done either like boob jobs, um, tummy tucks, t- you know, lip fillers, a lot of lip fillers oh, going all, on there. It's all lip fillers. You know, yeah. Samira is so, probably the one of the most natural women in there considering yeah. like her body looks like pretty much that's her body. Yeah. Um, what about maybe like plus size um, women and you know like men that don't look like they're they're in the gym every single day? Cause but it, that's the but let's be realistic here. That's not what they're looking for. No, but I think you can still have women that are like still attractive to look at that are maybe bigger yeah yeah absolutely they don't have to look like they don't have to look like they just have the catwalk because even mm. when you but the thing is that if you look at the advertising so i mentioned misguided mm. i think they're like the one of the sponsors there's boohoo campaign um asos all of them now in their main campaigns are using plus size models yeah they're yeah. still models they've still got like you know small waist curvaceous yeah, yeah. figures so they're not like you know any old person off the street mm. but these are models so why couldn't they you know introduce some of that diversity and they look gorgeous like because they're still models. going off what the, the is 
considered the standard yeah. of beauty. That's the problem, and that's the problem with Samira as well. Yeah, she is, she doesn't fit the Western fit ideal of beauty. the ideal of what is sexy, of what is. You know, people might disagree with it and say, "Oh, but that's not the case." But I think that she doesn't fit the standard of because, like I said, when they keep sexy, on mentioning like blonde hair, blue eyes, yeah, and yeah. like brunettes, it's never gonna be her. She's yeah. not even in the conversation mm. of like when they're even talking about the girls. Like, oh, you know, who do they fancy? Yeah. They never mention her, and I'm like, this girl is actually really mm. gorgeous. Like, what's the problem? And we see it in real life, right? Like, yeah. if you take online dating, for example. Mm. And black women on online online dating, it's like they're like it's like they're the pariah, least likely to be chosen, least likely to be picked. I told you that story about when I did online. Yeah, and I basically I had my hair. So Nathan, he wasn't here. I had my hair in braids in my main picture, so I changed it to another picture where Mm. it's like loose curly curls so I look more racially ambiguous I'm doing like air quotes and everything (laughs) and um the uptake in terms of guys contacting me dramatically increased Mm. so there is I think you know it's it's just so funny to watch how it all plays out because it's happening in a reality show and you're like yep this actually does happen yeah in real life like we understand and she keeps, you know, she keeps think, saying, you know, I just want someone to come in for me. And, well, it's funny, I have to say, have you heard her talk about her type? Yeah, I was going to mention that. Okay. That's also what's interesting. What's, what is so there was a scene where there was this, there was this like blonde guy, proper like blonde hair, blue yeah. eyes. And then this, the mixed His race eyebrows guy. were even blonde. You couldn't even Everything see his eyebrows. Blonde. And the mixed race guy, Josh, and basically there was a situation where they were um the women were talking about the two guys like um pointing at them mm. and Samira was like oh my god he's just my type and everyone <laughs> including the viewers yeah. thought she was talking about Josh the mixed race guy yeah what she was talking about was I think he's called Charlie the blonde Something, guy yeah. and everything who's like literally like as Jay was saying blonde as blonde can be with mm. blue eyes and all of that kind of stuff so she even has not been checking for any of the mixed race guys. Yeah. She's only got two to choose from. But yeah, she, but it's, she's she, got, that's more than one. She, they asked her to describe her type and she literally said Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that says it all. <laughs> so unless, that, unless there's a Zac Efron from Brixton that's like, got like dreads and well, everything that's also that we funny, don't know right? about. But it's yeah. also funny that the you know the three people of color there they they don't even gravitate to each other it's <laughs> they like literally it's like they don't even the spend fathers, time together they don't, exactly is yeah. that not weird yeah I, I just find that really strange that two people like people of but color do you not think it cannot find each other kind of like western ideals of beauty it's not just about women it's also about men in terms yeah of, but i think with the black man it's slightly different in mm. terms of like i said this whole mixed race guy thing mm. seems to be like a thing it's like, a separate thing yeah, yeah. like you know like is it said, this whole light light skin thing yeah as like well he's, he's about black that. but he's not too black so yeah okay. But then they'll still go for a black guy. Another thing, so the last year, Love like Love Island's last year, there was a black guy on it. Oh yeah, Marcel. And he, I have to say, he also had issues. Yeah, he had issues with the because he. No one would pick him because he's um, quite dark skin. Yes, and 
And he was in the sun. He's lying now in the sun yeah. every day. So, so he, he was got getting darker, darker every day. <laughs> it happens, you know. <laughs> um, just... But yeah, they there was a thing where... Nathan's uh, like shaking his head. Yeah, you need to watch the show. No, no don't. That, I feel like that you want to watch that it. That was actually interesting to watch, that yeah. nobody would pick the black guy. But still, he got picked, though. But that through. was further down yeah. the line. yeah. Oh, so what? This is an elimination... You know what? Forget it. <laughs> We're gonna ask, okay. Is this not an elimination thing? Oh, no, like, they do get eliminated. The yeah, rules are quite yeah. complicated. Anyway. Let's... <laughs> 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 so, anyway. Anyway, in terms of Love Island, I mm. do hope Samira does well. I do hope they bring in some different people. Because one of the yeah. good things is... is um, Because the show is um, it's filmed every day. Mm. And they still have people going into the villa. Yeah. Um, I feel like... I hope the Love Island producers have like seen some of the tweets and feedback yeah and been like you know what let's try and get some more diverse people in there as it's i said i don't even mind if it's like even, i don't think that's gonna happen i have hope i don't know. i have hope anyway they, yeah they're just so blinded by their own but the thing agendas. is like i said if someone you guys said that you would never go on the show mm. so how would they would they get the average black guy black girl on there no it's not for, because it's that's not do you feel like it's a case of this show it's not for us but we can just enjoy it the same way uh, maybe white people watch black shows where you're not you're not going to see yourself in it but mm. you enjoy it anyway yeah i think entertainment is entertainment it's entertainment, it's entertainment right you know yeah. so you know you might be entertained by watching it mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you'd ever be you know like i can't sing but you know i've seen so many people go on um X Factor and all that. I don't think you can make the same equivalent. Can make metaphors of themselves. Mm -hmm. For what reason? I think it's about like when you're watching like, that's why I enjoy watching things like, um, you know, um, Insecure, um, you know, even things like Power and stuff like that Mm. because I can see people that look like me in different kind of like scenarios. So Mm -hmm. like whether it be like a love story, a horror or something. So it's nice to see that. It's nice because then you relate to it more. So I suppose, are we just saying that Love Island is just entertainment, but it's not necessarily about us. So we just watch it and just be entertained. Because then then in that case, then Samira shouldn't be on the show. Take her out. Yeah, but like I said, we she looks like she's filling a quota more than anything else. She's a token. Yeah. yeah, I don't want her to be a token. I want her to participate. Otherwise, I'd rather them just not but have she, her it, on the show. But I think, but this is the issue. It's not... It's not really her issue that she's not participating. That's because that's just how... No, that's what I'm saying. I'd rather them not have her as a token because being, her being on token... Because it's even airtime. Sometimes mm. a whole episode will go by and I'm like, where was Samira? They, yeah. She had no... She's not even had any time on the camera. Mm. Anyway, let, let's see. Yeah. Okay, let's take a short break there. Okay, so welcome back, guys. So, um, Nathan and Jay, I put yeah. out a tweet and I put it on our Instagram for everyone, for listeners to send us questions, dilemmas, topics mm. that they want us to discuss. Um, the uptake was a bit slow. Okay. However, <laughs> somebody actually did DM me. Um, I don't actually know if they want me to say who they are, so I won't, just in case. I'll shout them out on the next episode yeah. if they want to. So if you did send that to me and you do want me to shout you out, let me know. So they didn't DM me their own dilemma, but they also they just brought to my attention a tweet that's mm. been kind of going viral on the internet. And it's this guy called Terry Duron. 
and he put out a dilemma that he had so mm. i think let's try and answer it so i'm just going to read it word for word he says i lived at home for two years and managed to save up to twenty thousand dollars in my savings i've been married for about three years and brought that savings up to forty five thousand dollars my wife put in five thousand dollars to bring up to 50mk cool you're following me so far right cool recently she went behind my back took all of the 50k out of the savings account and used it to pay off her student loans needless to say i'm furious over Mm. it yes i understand marriage is not all about one person but seen as as i alone put in 45k in the least she could have done was consult with me before making such a decision now i'm considering divorce what do you guys think (laughs) i should do so Um. that's why i'm calling this dilemma what's mine is mine or what's mine is yours so what do you guys think what do you guys think of terry's situation so my opinion on finances and, and marriage what's mine is mine right so the way i see it set up is like okay i'm gonna have my separate finances then we're gonna have a shared box of finances he can have his finances yeah and that's it it's not gonna be like all our finances combined together and we're all just taking from the same pot so i'll come back to that point but what do you think of this specific situation for this situation i don't think it's a divorce kind of situation Mm. okay so I don't think it's a divorce kind of situation. He's put fifty k into the yeah, account. She's yeah. put five. She's withdrawn fifty. Yeah. So he's put forty five. She's this, she and did, she didn't tell him. Probably. She didn't tell so him. So that's and theft. she paid off that's her theft. own student loans. So <laughs> no, she's that, not even like she bought something that is for everyone. No, she's yeah. stolen that money. She, that's so what she's do done. You, so you consider it theft then? Oh, complete hundred percent, hundred percent. Because that's actually happened to a friend of mine. I gotta agree with that. Her husband. Her husband's like her, they had the savings. It was mostly but her money. But when you put money into a joint account, it's joint. Yeah, but yeah, it was but mostly what, but, her but, money. Exactly. But but who was the one who, who was the beneficiary of it? Yeah. Yeah. The beneficiary of it was her in that sense. Mm. Now, I don't know. Maybe it's because she was gaining interest or something on the student loan. I don't know. But seriously, um, I don't. I don't know. I I can understand how he feels in that sense. So he's he's put in his tweet that he's considering divorce. It's a huge breach of trust. Yeah, a huge yeah. breach of trust. And if you don't have someone, if you don't have trust in in a relation, in a marriage, or even in a relationship, it's very difficult to maintain that relationship. So I understand how he feels in that sense. I'm not saying I would go in that direction because then again, you're left with the whole question of how he feels about her anyway before this happened. Mm. So you know, if he already had like certain issues and then that happened, obviously it's going to expedite his issue. Mm. So just dissecting this whole situation. In terms of the forty-five, sorry, I keep saying forty-five to fifty k. Does forty-five belong to him and five is hers, or do you see it as like they have equal share in that money? It depends on how they've discussed. So, say you've come into the the marriage, you've put it into. So they yeah. have a joint savings so account. So, because that's how she had access to it, it was in a joint right, savings so it's a account. Joint savings account. So you've, you know, plonked in. Maybe they mm. were saving for a house deposit. We don't right, know. Yeah. So you you've put in. He came to the marriage with twenty um, k already. Mm-hmm. He's then took taken that twenty k up to forty five, and she's put in five. Mm. So, 
of just taking away this situation yeah, yeah. who do you think owns that money do you think it's okay we're married so that's all or do you think the 20k he had beforehand is his money and then the 25k that he added is their money together that's what how I do think. you how do you think it works Jane? i think the 20k he brought in is his is his and then anything that he brought in while in that they were they're married and in that joint account that's both of theirs that's 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 the risk you that you take. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing about doing a joint account, in my opinion, is that if you're going to have a joint account, you need to set rules and boundaries on what that joint account is for. Mm. And if that, as I said before, if the trust is breached and it's used for something completely different, you know, then you have an, that's when you have an issue. I mean, the way I see it, I've always wondered to myself, because when you're young, when I was young and idealistic, I always thought to myself, yeah, I'm going to go. Young and idealistic. Are you <laughs> old and unidealistic? Now? I'm old and cynical. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But like, I used to look at things like, yeah, join account, of course, you know, put, put money. But I've seen how join accounts and like people not thinking that they're putting in their share and stuff like that can end up uh, ruining relationships. Mm. See, my opinion in this situation, definitely she broke trust yeah. and i do think it's ground for divorce really because put it on put it the other way around mm-hmm. say if it was the guy now that mm. basically emptied you know our joint account to yeah. pay for something that only benefits him everyone would be up in arms like you can't do that you yeah you can't do that but so is say it grounds in, so to say end for the marriage instance, she came to the marriage with like you know majority of the money and yeah then he's emptied the joint account to go and pay yeah it happened something. to my friend and her and husband went what did he go and buy he went to buy something i think he put the money into a business that he said was for them ah i do quote unquote for them yeah um they didn't divorce at that time but they ended up divorcing but not because of that oh okay but yeah so mm that's why i do think she was in the wrong definitely yeah. but i don't think it's grounds for divorce but in terms of the money i'm slightly different to you guys i think once you enter the marriage and yeah. it goes into the joint account that's 50 50. she should have consulted him about withdrawing yeah but that 50k 25 hers 25 his because think about it, she may not be in a situation where she can bring more to the table, so maybe she's a stay-at-home mum, mm. that kind of thing, and he's someone with, like, you know, like, the job, yeah, but she's yeah. raising the children, she's looking after the house. But that's why the 25 that he put in while yeah. they're together, they so can split that. So she, she, she can But the get... 20K that he brought in from outside of the marriage, that's his. But this is what I mean about parameters in that sense, don't yeah. I? Because about, you know, there's more to, obviously we're going off a very basic picture of the story yeah, there yeah, could be a whole yeah. bunch I mean it was more, a tweet yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there could be a whole bunch of backstory behind it like you said we don't know the lady's situation we don't yeah. know the guy's situation mm. maybe the guy's making a lot more money and replenishing that 50 is, is going to yeah. be no yeah. it's not going to be difficult you know um, I said there's a lot behind it but I can understand the anger behind behind how he must feel because I feel that is a huge breach of trust oh no definitely I think the main thing for me is that she took the money without discussing it. Like, Absolutely. you just don't yeah. do that. Whether yeah. it's, like, 50-50 or even all the money is mine. Even if she had put in the whole 50K, mm. it's in a joint account. You have to do that. And have also to, to pay for it. something... Yeah. That it, is just for you. That she's 
it's about debt that she's accumulated. Yeah, so she's paid off a joint off. debt. So her student loans are paid off. Yeah, what about his student loan? Exactly. If he had one. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's grounds for divorce. I think there's bigger things that can be grounds so for divorce. Just going back to the whole money thing, so putting it over to you, Nathan, do you do you feel that any kind of wealth that you have acquired before you've gotten married is your money? In or do you feel that once you enter into a marriage, we, you know, we're going to go half, half, halfsies? <laughs> half on a baby. Yeah, I was oh, thinking no. of that song. Mm. Um, uh, we're back. Just, we're I back again. Oh, Kelly. We're back again. Oh, no. <laughs> we told you. He's, he gets everywhere. He's banned. He's banned. <laughs> so, sorry. Um, sorry, I was going to... Uh, where was I? Yeah, I was Halsey. simply going to say... Um, yeah, I think what I've accumulated beforehand is mine. Then we're coming into a relationship. Then again, if we're coming into like when we started the relationship, mm. and then as we're building up to marriage, obviously we're going to get a lot more comfortable with one another. We're going to start spending money together and certain things. And I think that that will um, attribute to that kind of thing. I think that's when halvesies should begin and then continue. So, from say there. for instance, you have got a trust or you've you've got you've got 200k tucked away somewhere that you've mm-hmm. you've um, accumulated yeah and then you go into the marriage is that 200k still just yours oh man from my perspective that is my money <laughs> <laughs> from my perspective I, I, yes I'm, I'm gonna be honest what's mine is mine mm-hmm. what's yours is mine oh. <laughs> i'm real i'm real with it i'm i'm gonna be honest <laughs> So what I was, because I've even said, I've said this, I don't know whether I should say this, but okay, I'm going to say it. In terms of like my money, I'll put my money in a trust. I've even discussed it with my mum in terms of maybe I'll put it in my sister's name. So just in case he tries to go after it, he can't get it. Then everything else will be split, that's yours. Mm -hmm. But that nest egg, that's my security that I'm going to keep as a woman. Aside from the fact you sound like, a the, like the tax man there, like what, what's mine is mine and what yours is mine. No, listen, if I'm being completely up and utterly so honest, I, I don't see anything wrong with what you've said. So if if I but found, there is though. If I found out my husband you, yeah, was the, holding two hundred. Oh no no, the part with the like. What, oh no no, I don't mean that. What's mine is yours. And, oh, okay, mine, right, no. right, I'm referring right. to the fact that if she has a nest egg that she's saying, oh yeah, yeah, and she's keeping for it herself. for yeah, yeah, I have no problem. Would with you that. be? Would you have an issue? Say if your wife had like you know her. 250k insurance money like tucked away in her Swiss bank oh, account. Oh, a lot of what, men. Like, what, like, insu- <laughs> you, like you insurance? Be, <laughs> so you must be an exception because a lot of men would have an issue with a woman having some sort of separate stash yeah. that he knows nothing about. Yeah. There's a good chance I got my own secret stash as well at no, the same but time. I'll find but still it. saying. <laughs> a woman will know. I'll find it. A woman will know? <laughs> have you not heard of forensic banking? I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so no, being serious, like, Say, for instance, you do have that money elsewhere, like, tucked away. Mm-hmm. You guys maybe, like, want to buy a house or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you dip into your, your backup money? That's, that's down to choice, in that sense. I wouldn't do it. I mean... Because do you still see, like, you're married. Do you still see that money as, that's my money? I think... I would See, say I it probably, it would probably not... soften. I think it will probably soften as it goes along. So you'd keep it until like what? After like she 
and passes probation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, her, yeah give, give her three, give her like a four year probation. <laughs> then you get wow. fifty. <laughs> then you can they're, they're, they're just like toss a toss a, toss a like, like oh my god, I forgot about this bank account I had. No, no, I, read, I, I inherited some money. <laughs> oh, oh, is that what we're talking about? I'm Nigerian now. So. Wow. <laughs> my, 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 my grandfather. Yeah, exactly. From, from Ondo State. Exactly. No, 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 no. Like I have some. That's like, not uh, trust, though. I have yeah. some. I have some family who. Like we work in the, uh, in the south, and they do oh, the oil. oil and gas. The oil, yeah, they're, they're, they're <laughs> the oil guys, uh, like. So I got a little hookup. Yeah. Okay. So you would you would consider it your money because you are considering it your money because you're deciding what to do with it. Yes. Absolutely. What if what if you is in a situation? So this is going over to you, Jay, where your partner you find out that he's got this two hundred fifty k nest egg like mm. stashed away somewhere are you and which and then he's he didn't tell you about it you find out about it yeah and he said i was keeping that so we could buy our first home together are you are you annoyed are you unhappy hmm so so for me i'd be like okay you should have been honest about that it's a good thing that you want to use it for both of us yeah but for me i would question why why it was kept a secret in the first place mm, so i would always question that again i don't think it's grounds for divorce okay, especially when it, he's about to put down payment in a house <laughs> right? is it the secret thing so say if he told you look i've got 250k yeah. um in the in the trust that's yeah. my money and i'm you know that's my money i'll be like fair enough would you yeah yeah i wouldn't why? What? What? What I'll would be you like, say? That's our money, love. No, I wouldn't say that. I think you missed. No, hyped. so what? What? Before I met him, he had that two hundred. Yeah. Case. No, I'd be like, okay, now we're fair married. Enough. We no, are I'd be a like, unit. No, I'd be like, fair enough. And I'd even be like, okay, keep that. Let's not even add that to our shared account. Wow. You know, if whatever you want to do with that money, do it. I'm a strong believer in the whole thing about like whatever you accumulate during that marriage. You can. Yeah, it's, it's two it's, ways. It's, yeah, it's two it's ways. Two I ways. completely and utterly believe yeah. that. If you were, if you weren't a millionaire before you got married to this, to, <laughs> but to, to, we to know this that's girl. not the case because obviously people make alimony payments. Yeah, um, I to know. People, I get that. Like people, people hide, people hide their assets when yeah. they get rich yeah. and all those kind of things. Yeah, that's definitely that happens. Right? I think because there's certain things that you can't put a value on. So mm. I may not have come to this marriage with not as much money as you. So yeah. say, I mean you, mean but you doesn't mean you got married. Yeah. But I could have born you like five kids. Oh Absolutely. yeah, everything. Yeah. What cooking, cleaning, yeah. yeah. So and all sex, that ha- everything. All that yeah. has so value I, to it. I yes. put my career on hold yeah. to do that, so yeah. I'm not even going to make any more money. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not just taking half of the money that you've accumulated during the marriage. Because what if you've you not made that much that. money? <laughs> I'm taking what you've got from the past as well. It's ours. <laughs> I've, I've pushed five children out of my uterus. That's the least you can do is give me half of your 250k. Can we just get you a new uterus instead? <laughs> no. Yeah, you can. It costs 125k. Uh, so yeah. Don't worry, man. Don't be scared. She's not going to take half of your money and then some. I am. But do you know what I mean? That's what I think. This, that's why I don't think you can just say a make a statement mm. that if you came to the marriage with nothing you leave with nothing but to be fair okay i said i said i wouldn't have an issue but i think at the back of my mind i, I would be I'm like thinking what's he doing that money <laughs> what do you need it, it would for? it would be like it would be one of those things where it would like just you'd be like especially hmm. what if you was in a situation where he's got 
250k yeah. I keep on saying 250 I don't know why but yeah. he's got that money mm-hmm. that he said is is his Jay yeah you know about it mm. and you guys are living in the one bed squalor <laughs> squalor in poverty and you've, got, and you've got twins on the way and he's talking <laughs> nah, about nah nah so that's that, what I'm saying no that's different that's yeah, but different that's the same thing because then, then, then all of a sudden it's your our money yeah, but you're no, kind of punishing yourself just to save that money, though. No, yeah. he's good. He's like, no, no, no. The kids can sleep in the kitchen. Like, he's good. <laughs> but he doesn't want to spend. Then, his- then you're dealing with bigger <laughs> issues. That's co- then maybe you can say that's grounds for divorce. Yeah, because cause that's the difference. You're talking about a guy yeah. who's like inherently selfish and putting himself yeah. over your yeah. kids. Yeah, you know that's completely. Yeah, different. but he's still he's keeping his it's his money. Remember, he mm. came to to the marriage with um with it so it's his money yeah but then if he sees that his family's not doing very well and he doesn't want to change that situation but it's his money he sees it's that we're okay it's my money but if i get that but if he sees that his family is suffering but that's about perception yeah he's yeah. like you everyone's got a roof over their head because maybe say for in, it was a different situation you didn't you didn't know you wouldn't know have no yeah that's wiser. true exactly. but for me if i know you've got 250k yeah whether we're struggling or not that's our money because we make joint decisions on mm. that money that's what i'm saying no yeah, matter yeah, what because yeah. mm. the same way maybe we're not struggling i don't want you to go spend that 250k i don't know in a strip club or do you know what i mean but like, i just i'm thinking so what, my what kind of strip club are you talking about <laughs> i don't know they throw off like the dollars <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking from my perspective if i had that money i would want i that would be my money but that's what i'm saying i'm i'm being so a i need to have the same I'm a hypocrite like yeah. i will say that's my money <laughs> yeah i told okay. you but i've already happened? worked out i'll just hide it in a trust so what if you bought that what if you decide okay i'm gonna take that 250 out buy a brand new house and then i'm gonna put it under my name what would you say to that see that's another thing so that is a very good question mm. so what if it's so my my we're, we're recording in the north london studios that is my house my <laughs> um i've paid the mortgage for this mm-hmm. place what if I do think about like what what happens if I like, get married? Do yeah. do we? Is it is it half his house now? Well, well, no, no, it's not because it's in in your name. Yeah, but do I do I put it? The, yeah, 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 that's up to you. That's up to you because and I him. wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be up to you and him. Yeah. No, it's up to her. Not even up to him. <laughs> no. Well, in, in, in a not no in a real relationship, so, you would actually have to discuss that if he yeah. wants to put his name on the I don't know what the court deed of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like, Nathan, better, like, you better put it in pencil because she'll just be like. <laughs> <laughs> or do you want to? keep your place rent it out or sell yeah. it and then buy a new thing together where it's in both your names so what i would actually do yeah I, not that i've thought about this a lot <laughs> at all i <coughs> would <coughs> i would move out of my place yeah put lodgers in here yeah. and then think, the income from the rent covers the mortgage yeah. anything that's left over then me and my husband share. share but this is my house you see i would even no that for me with my place that would just be my thing oh so you just take everything yeah what, what's what's okay. it got to I was do even being generous <laughs> so, so Nathan like, no so because we've got we'll get our own place together yeah but you're getting an income from here yeah it's my income okay oh, it's cool. my that's my investment I'm with you I was just trying to be generous I can buy gifts for him for <laughs> on his birthday for Christmas oh, okay, from so that money you're getting some socks for, oh you're yeah Okay, they no, get him a Rolex or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, Rolex? <laughs> of course, wow. I don't even know. Okay, <laughs> no, no, you t- don't. Totally I can, worth it. I can tell you, don't, Nathan. 
say you married your said partner wife how do you feel about moving into her house that she owns <sighs> yeah take that take there's that, that male, sigh. there's that male, there's that like male that pride that doesn't deserve a heavy sigh there's that male pride thing like that kind of runs through in you in this day and age yes in this day and age wow. still men men have pride and you know there's even well, despite the fact that we let, have, let's not talk about men let's talk about you you okay. you man <laughs> no i was talking about me but i'm just but i'm expressing the fact that my male pride would probably stop stop me from wanting to do that so you wouldn't want to move into but would you insist on her maybe putting your name down on wait on but the wait deeds? a minute can i just so ask it's you? our house but what if you are renting your place yeah so you're renting. You're she's, renting. She's got. She's um, got um, a, a property. Mor- yeah. So or she owns it outright, or yeah. she's got a mortgage. How would you feel about? You know, it's a good, sizable place. How would you feel about? And it's financially. In? It makes financial sense yeah, for it's, you. It, to it's move even it. closer to your work. You know, just like laying, laying out this perfect scenario. <laughs> like, huh? I feel yeah. like that's the scenario that yeah is so more plausible. It, I mean, we live in London. Mm. Rent is not cheap. Mm. Absolutely. So what say you? <laughs> what are your conditions? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm, just saying, I'm gonna have to swallow a whole bunch of pride, but if it made economic sense, if it made monetary sense, I'd probably say okay. I'd probably swallow my pride and say yeah, I'd do it. But would you want to be on the deed yeah, of the house, or question. would you be comfortable? If we're talking about marriage, yes, for a while. For a while. But it's a nice but I will always but I but no offense, as I will always have that moment of like just watching my back, like just in case. Like, and especially if she's like, like, like is, is my stuff still here? Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe and my keys still work. And maybe you want to put a picture of your mother on the wall, and I'm like, like nope, no, that's that's yeah, not no, going no, up. no, 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 that woman isn't going up on my wall. You can put her, you, you can put her in that closet what over is there. It about guys wanting to put pictures of their mum on the wall, it's weird, isn't it? It is weird. Yeah, not going carry on. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know what to say to that now because like all of a sudden I'm feeling conscious about the, the about the picture of my mum on my wall. That's a true state. It's happened to my friend. Yeah. Yeah, and she, and she didn't want to say anything. She didn't want to say blaze and say no. You cannot do that. But for some, she she orchestrated things around the house yeah. so that it wasn't possible. Yeah. The funny thing is, I actually have more <laughs> pictures of other people than myself in my house. So yeah. But anyway, okay. So you would do it. So you're moving into yeah. her house. Yes, I would. And you, are you asking it, for your name to be on the deed? No. Okay, so you're just going to pay rent. But are you moving into her house with the intention, intention of to save yes. for your right. family okay, home? Yeah. place? Okay, okay. Then if she, if it comes to a situation like yours earlier on, um, <laughs> yes, I would. Oh, you know that my place is, this is my place. And <laughs> yeah, I, I fully accept that because the fact of the matter is you worked hard to get this place. Mm. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, I, I suppose just going back to the original dilemma, um, we're saying not to divorce her. No, don't divorce her. But what what do you what do you think he should do? I think that's some ground rules need to be laid down. Yeah, some ground rules need to be laid out. You know, what I'd actually some... do. I'd ask her to pay the money back. She would. Ha- yeah, I think I'd be like, that would okay, have to be. You you can make installments to this. You can do a standing <laughs> order. And you can start paying off my student mm. loans because I, I think that's I think it's that, a breach of trust. Yeah, I think the fact that she took trust. the money. Forget who owns what money. Yeah, you can't just empty a joint uh, bank account. Like no, that. it's it's theft. Yeah, you know, you're stealing from your partner. But I don't think he can get 
my opinion, I don't mm. think he can count that 20k that he had before the marriage as his own. That's their money. Mm. My opinion. I think it's his money. Okay. Why don't we just We end agree this? to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now it's time for highlight of the week and highlight of the week is where we like to shine a spotlight on something amazing, fun, positive or anything that we just want to um get you guys um I can't even speak today. Your attention on. <laughs> so I'm I'm still obviously you can tell I'm still recovering, so I'm gonna throw it out to you guys. So Jay, highlight okay. of the week. What's your highlight? So highlight of the week is I've just finished a podcast series. Ooh. From so yeah, sort of a shout out to another podcast. So the podcast is called Seen on Radio. And then they did a series called Seen White. Oh, okay. and yeah it's really good it's so it's basically you know how it's, it's sort of from the american point of view but i think it relates to 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 europe as well but when we talk about racism we're always looking at looking at it from the black perspective hmm. so we're saying okay let's see how racism affects black people but this is actually looking at it from the white perspective as in what exact because that's where racism starts from that somebody okay. at some point defined something defined a group of people as white and then everybody else okay as others so it's looking at it from how whiteness started and how that just sort of Okay. developed into sounds interesting it's I'm not, really interesting i'm not gonna lie I'm, I'm kind of like looking at you with like narrow yeah. eyes like i'm not quite but convinced. i think like, that the, it's not one of these ones where it's like reverse racism no no it's okay, not reverse cool. no because but that's what the the <laughs> title is a bit deceiving but it is seeing white it's seeing yeah. whiteness oh okay you know as the root of racism okay in, in that sense so it's really interesting so it's you know, and I'm, you know, on the ESN podcast, we talked about Emmett Till. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's where I heard that story oh, from, yeah, that deep, yeah. in-depth story about his... them on some of the facts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really interesting. It talks about um, how whiteness really started. Like, who was the first person to take a group of people and say they're white ah, and that therefore okay. if they're white that means it's almost like the roots of white supremacy exactly okay okay well very interesting listen as always yeah. we'll put the links to it in our podcast description mm -hmm. so if anyone does listen to it um tweet at us and yeah, yeah. let jay know your let thoughts let us know your thoughts yeah Sounds Nathan, yeah. over to you. Oh, come on, it's the World Cup now, Niger. Oh, yeah, yes. Niger winning. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, we got to play our old enemy, Argentina, who we always play oh. in the group game. But that's the yeah, only on game Tuesday. we have left. Is yeah. that our old enemy? So yeah, we played. We played them in every single World Cup we've ever yeah. been. Really? In. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, but then again, I also got to give a shout out to Senegal, who's still unbeaten after two games. Yes, mm. amazing. So you know, we might have two. It's possible we could have two. African you know what? Nations. I do think this mm. year, this is the year of possibility that I don't think it's, it's going to be an underdog. I think I don't think it's going to be one of the major like obvious no. countries. Like yeah. I don't think it's going to be Brazil or Germany. You know, I think it could be like one of the African nations or like a Mexico or something like that. Mexico oh, tend to yeah. always do well anyway, to be honest. Mm. I mean, by comparison, I mean, they're a football mad country, but people yeah. always forget that because they're part of the Americas. Yeah. So, you know, they've always 
they've always been really good um you know the um nigerian match was so i found it so funny because obviously the first game against croatia yep. they lost That's a horrible game and yeah. like people were like slandering oh nigerians gosh. on the timeline yep. so i put out a tweet on color out the box to follow us and i just said like you know observing all those people slandering the nigerian <laughs> team yeah. it's not over and i'm not even joking mm. um jay people were at in our account saying shake my head it's over for you guys get over really? it a few days people were Ghanaian. and i'm gonna say it they were <laughs> and um Where's then, the solidarity? then all of a sudden nigeria we beat iceland it's like oh the niger guys shaku mm. shaku everybody's happy again yeah, yeah and i retweeted my original tweet and i'm just mm. like you see you know we always persevere that's all you gotta do super eagles yes mm-hmm. Go nigeria only Jehovah knows who's going to win. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I took it there. Okay, yeah. but yeah, that's a good highlight. So, are you gonna watch? Where are you gonna watch the Nigerian oh, yeah. Argentina game? It's in the evening, isn't it? Yes, it? it's um. When? What day is it's it? Tuesday, Tuesday night. Okay. So I'll be I'll be there. I'll be watching. I'm not sure exactly. In Moscow. No. No. <laughs> Sorry, better you, be I, careful. I, I, I'm gonna say, have you seen some of the documentaries? Yeah, I was gonna say, better be. I was gonna say, better be careful. <laughs> I wouldn't. Nah, um, likelihood I'm gonna be watching it with a bunch of friends, but if that happens to fall through, because typical people it falls through, I'm probably just gonna end up seeing what my sisters are doing and go watch it with them. I watched it with them. Yes, I know. Yeah, I saw yeah. it. Mm-hmm. We went. We went to the pub. You know me. As a pub goer, I did not know you as a pub goer. I was in a pub with a a bunch of Iceland fans, and (laughs) it was just us, us four girls in the Mm. corner, Nigeria, and the security guard of the pub. Okay, (laughs) just um, making noise at the back. So, so you're gonna watch it on Tuesday? Yeah, I think um, our friend um, Steph is saying that we can go somewhere. Okay, I'll I'll hit you guys. Other Nigers, frequent. Yeah, I'll hit you guys up. Okay, so that's the cool highlight of the week. So, guys, we've reached the end of our show. Aww. Thank you so much. It's been actually quite fun having you both here at the same time. It's like it's almost like it, it's this weird. It's like two yeah. parallel universes. I know. People actually believe now that we're not one and the same person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, it's, it's not Jay putting on a manly voice. But I have to say you need to... Okay. Well, I can't... <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> there was a conspiracy. <laughs> okay, um, but you need to watch Love Island. Yes, if you want to come back, you have yeah. to. Wait, this is a prerequisite. Now? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can see what we're talking about. We're all supporters. Oh, yeah. Not because it's a good show, but just see Look, what we're talking about. I, like, I watch a YouTube highlight. Okay. Well, fine. Not enough. <laughs> so um, I'm just gonna shout out our socials, so you can, as always, find Color Out the Box on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And we really do actually want to hear from you guys. Do tweet us, email us, feedback to us, any kind of like topics you want us to discuss. And also, if you want to be featured on Highlight of the Week, so you have an event or something going on that you think that you want um, attention being brought to, let us know. Tell us. Um, But anyway, until next time, we'll see you again soon. See you. Later. Asked by Simple Simon, what is it that black women want from black men in support for their struggle? Okay. And the men will not answer. Okay. The ladies, unfortunately, Mo and Jay, you are gonna talk for the <laughs> on behalf for, on behalf of the millions. Oh, oh, black and women, millions of black women around the world. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> you're like, that's fine. I'm not right? fine with that. <laughs>
Well, it's not an easy question. <laughs> of course. It's not... Do you want me to start? Yeah, you start. I think going back to... Um, Mr. Wolf's. Mr. Wolf's point, it is about listening she and having... <laughs> and having empathy and instead of using that energy to come and tell us what we're doing wrong go and use that energy to go and talk to your black brothers that are not doing the right thing that's mm-hmm. literally it listen learn take the information and then go and spread the word again, um, around your brotherhood of black men very simple